You are listening to episode number 29 of the Fit Successful Dad Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is episode number 29, and I have decided to change things up a little bit. So Fridays are typically the day that I kind of look back at all of the things I did throughout the week, and I don't really start the week with a schedule of things that like I'm going to do, like a, almost like a week-long to-do list. I don't really do that. Uh, I, I kind of I kind of do, uh, but it's a little bit more loose, and I just have like bigger objectives that I kind of schedule out uh, almost months at a, at a time. And I kind of chip away at them and I have my own system that works. But Fridays, I kind of look back and kind of gauge my my progress that I made throughout the week. So I have like this reflective period that I, uh, the period of time that I spend kind of looking back at everything I did. And I, I, I would say that I typically start the week with intentions of doing certain things. I don't always have them planned out or thought about until the week starts, like maybe Sunday night or Monday. Um, but I do like to go back on Fridays and look back and see how I did. And almost every single time, I have to sort of refocus. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I have, like, I don't, I, I don't stray too far from the path per se. Uh, but what happens is, because I'm learning too, right? <laughs> I, I'm not an expert in anything that I am doing. Here I am. I'm trying to learn new things. I'm trying to build things, and just because I've built a couple of brands and I make money online currently, doesn't mean that I'm an expert at it, and I don't claim to be, uh, which is why I don't coach people in that. But I, I like to pursue it, and and as a result, I am always learning, and I am making mistakes every single day. And you should be too if you're going into something new, right? You should be experiencing mistakes because that's how you're going to learn. You learn what not to do by doing, and then you implement that and execute on it and then don't repeat the mistake twice. That's kind of like how people really learn. And so anyway, um, when I'm going through my, my week, I always make mistakes and I always end up kind of going down a wrong path and it could be a short path or it could be a long path or it could be a path that turns into more wrong paths, right? That, that happens. Uh, and it happens all the time. And that's because I am constantly taking risks and I'm constantly going outside my comfort zone and I'm constantly like expanding or trying to expand. And I'm trying to do that in a healthy, efficient way. And I, so far I feel like I've done that for the most part. And I have made mistakes and paid for them. And I have also been successful as a result of making the mistake, but not making it twice, or the result of doing something the right way the first time. Uh, So Fridays, I typically spend some time, like I keep saying here, refocusing. So I not only do I look back and see how I did, but I also see what I did wrong, or what I could have done better, and I make sure that I refocus. I make sure that I almost document and highlight my mistakes that I made so that I don't make those mistakes again. If you've ever listened to my podcast before about tools and things that I use on a routine basis, 
uh, just to, to do anything, any project or anything. Uh, one of the biggest things I always do, and I actually have taken pictures of this on Instagram too. It's kind of, it's kind of nerdy, but it's just a thing uh, that I do is that I, I use a notebook a lot, like an actual, you know, piece, uh, a notebook full of paper and I, and, and I use a pen and I write down stuff. I like that a lot. I, I do it more than anything electronic. And there's a, there's something to that. Uh, I could write down my thoughts on a Friday afternoon about how my whole week went. I could write that down in Microsoft Word and save it as a Word file. I could write it down in Evernote. I could write it down in Trello. These are all programs that I use all the time. But I find that I can type something in a matter of seconds. And I don't even have to look at my keyboard. I don't have to look at the screen, really. I'm just, I'm that uh, far along with typing. I've been typing for years that like the whole home row and all that, you know, I can do that without even thinking about it. But writing on a piece of paper, it requires an engagement and involvement with your, like the brain to hand to pen to paper, like that whole relationship has to exist in order for something to be articulated in, in letters on a paper. And just the process of going through that requires me to think a little bit more about what I'm trying to think about or what I'm trying to reflect on or refocus on. So a lot of times what I'll do is I will write down this stuff on paper. And when I'm taking notes and I'm trying to document the stuff that I did right or wrong throughout the week, I'll write it down on paper in my notebook. Um, I go through notebooks quite often, I would say, probably more than the average person because I do this. And I go back and I look and I, you know, I, I reference the things. But even if I don't go back and look at the notes I took, I'm telling you just the process of writing down something with a pen versus documenting electronically, uh, it makes it stick in your head more. It's true. Uh, there's something to be said about it. I, I can't explain it. You know, I'm not, I'm not a master of like psychology or anything or whatever, but the act of writing something down on paper, it does kind of cement it in for some reason. Uh, maybe not permanently, but at least longer than typing it inside of an app or something. So Fridays, I spend doing that. I reflect and I refocus and I make sure that any of the mistakes I made are documented. I have them locked in and I'm aware of them and I make sure that going forward, I don't make them again. Um, but also like bigger picture when I'm refocusing and I'm reflecting back, I'm not just looking at the week per se. I'm also looking at like my bigger picture goals. So right now I have a project going on that's ultimately going to lead to a Kickstarter. And I'm going to talk about that substantially here in the probably very short future. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, by the way, as far as Kickstarters go, leading up to a Kickstarter, there is a tremendous amount of work involved. Uh, but anyway, there, there's just so many pieces to it. So I'm trying to build that all up right now. And that was one of my big 2017 things is to take one of my products to market via Kickstarter or you know a crowdfunding method. And I'm doing that for a whole number of reasons. And I'll, I'll talk about that another time, all the reasons and everything. But that, since it's so new to me, that's something that I end up getting uh, like like uh, derailed on a lot. And I'm always refocusing on that, always refocusing constantly. Uh, so I have some other big objectives too. I'm trying to explain, expand out one of my other brands. And there's things I'm trying to do with the podcast. 
and trying to build it up a little bit uh, that, you know, it's, it, it's all new to me as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm scaling that in a whole different way. And it's just, it's not all about monetizing either. There's things you can do with podcasting. That's pretty cool that, um, you know, as far as like user engagement, involvement, growing, scaling, building a, building a brand slowly, building an audience and being able to kind of gain access and reach in different areas that you didn't already have. So there's, there's a lot of cool things about podcasting that I'm, I'm learning and I'm trying to expand on, trying to build. And that, you know, those three things take up a, a big, you know, chunk of my, my focus. So I have a lot of things that I have to look back on. And, um, you know, there's, there's some tactics to that, that I have talked about in the past that I'm just going to, you know, real briefly kind of bring up is that when, if you are in the, the position of doing something similar where you, you kind of go through your week, you, you, know, you grind through your week and then you look back on it Friday night or Saturday morning and just kind of see how you did. Um, if you're finding that over and over and over again, your weeks are like grossly inefficient and unproductive and like maybe you start off with really good intentions, but you get derailed very easily or distracted very easily. Uh, I, I highly recommend that you look at maybe the amounts of time you're spending doing certain things and seeing how the yield is on that. So like I've talked before about micro sprinting and just really what that really means is just small sprints, you know, like really short periods of time where you're just hyper-focused. And I still find that to be my most productive way of doing anything. If I set aside like three hours, which I do from time to time, um, if I set aside three hours to do something, like I might fill up that three hours of time, but the results that I get out of it are not 180 minutes of work, like 180 minutes of, of results. It's, it's not, it's just, it's just not. If I know I have that much time, I just, this is the way it goes. And I know people like that. Um, so if I set aside very short periods of time, like I love 13 minute sprints. I know it's a weird number, but that's the number that works for me. Uh, if I really just like hit it for 13 minutes, I can do so much in that small period of time. That's like the ideal number for me. I don't even like talking to people uh, about business stuff, like even suppliers for more than that, just because I know the conversation is going to kind of go on and on and on. And there's going to be time spent with no results, uh, like no yield, no return. And I find that highly inefficient and I just don't like to do it. So my point is when I am refocusing and reflecting, you know, I'm looking back and I'm, and I'm recommending you look back and see how much time you're spending on certain things. And if that time should be lessened and if it should be lessened, you know, maybe by how much, uh, maybe it's significant, you know, if you're spending a tremendous amount of time, just going through like emails or if you're in a physical products thing or you're doing Amazon or something and you're spending a lot of time in customer service and it's just, it's, it's affecting you and impacting you negatively and the growth of your business, you can offload that, right? You can do things to offload that so that you're only spending a little bit of time on it and somebody else is doing more or you're doing things differently. You're systematizing it. You know, there's ways to do that. So I have a feeling that most people end up in that situation where they are spending tons of time inefficiently and it's not worth it anymore. And from there, that's when things like systematizing VAs or, you know, like a permanent employee really come in and help that out and help 
um, streamline processes and, and things a little bit better. So uh, I know I struggle with that. And my, my point is, and my, what I'm trying to convey to you is that if you are uh, just kind of like getting up and running, getting on your feet and you're finding that on, you know, on Fridays or Saturdays or whenever, when you look back and you say, wow, I really didn't get as much done this week as I wanted to, uh, look really closely at the amounts of time you're spending on certain activities. So uh, that's what I do with my Fridays, you know, kind of reflect and refocus. And from here on out, uh, for the foreseeable future, I'm going to kind of tailor the Friday episodes to things like that. Uh, just because there's a, there is a flow, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're working full time, you're a blogger, whatever, uh, there is a flow to the week, right? Even if you're a hustler and you work seven days a week, right? You're like crushing it and you're doing whatever. There's still a flow to the week, especially if you have a family. And if you're listening to this, you probably do. And the flow of the week kind of has a beginning and an end. And it's only natural at the end of the week to look back and see how the week went, how that flow actually went, you know, did it flow smoothly? Was it rocky? Why, you know, why was it that way? Uh, so from here on out, I'm probably going to spend these Friday episodes doing that. So with that, I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. And if you have been getting any value whatsoever out of this podcast series, please do me a favor and share this with somebody else in your life who might also get value out of this. I don't have a $5,000 course to offer. I don't have a coaching service at $2,000 a month to offer. I'm simply trying to reach out to as many parents as possible and even non-parents as I'm starting to see that a lot of the audience is actually made up of just people without kids that think the content is interesting and they find that entrepreneurs who are parents are kind of inspiring and interesting. Uh, but my point is I'm trying to reach out to as many people as possible who have that entrepreneurial side and, and kind of help them discover it and exploit it and capitalize on all of their talents and all their skills and kind of build that life, build that that freedom, right? That whole lifestyle that they really, really want. That is my goal. That is my mission. And that is what I believe we can do. So please share this with somebody else who might be interested and might find value in that topic. Okay, guys, that's it. Don't forget to reflect on the week and kind of refocus and recharge. And once you set everything in alignment, go at next week full bore. All right, that's it. Take care.